From the wild woods of Vancouver Island, welcome to the Soda Pod. Isha Jerome here alongside the state of Hoppy. And thank you for joining us wherever and whenever you are listening. Um, exciting to pretty much announce that we have, a, we have a ton of great episodes coming up here on the Soda Pod. I've been banking a ton of interviews. Um, we've had we have so many in the bank that I even like lost track of which one we're even featuring today, Hoppy. It's been it's been awesome. Thank you for organizing it. And we, you know, we we got off a call earlier today with one of our guests, but we're featuring one that's been long overdue today uh, as well. But before we get into all that, how are you, sir? How was your weekend? Man, weekend was good. As we record this, we just saw the overtime game winning field goal kick for the Cincinnati Bengals. Everyone go check out our new friends, Waggle Golf, get your If you do not buy the goat hat, you are not a fan of Joe Burrow. You do not support the Bengals and you do not want to see them win the Super Bowl. So go buy it right fucking now. As simple as that. As simple as that. Um, just uh, before we get into you know a little bit of hockey talk here and uh, our, our you know our guest actually, I just want to give a quick shout out to you know some of our our partners which we're so grateful to have here on the Soda Pod. One of which one of which being Seventh Avenue Pizza. If you haven't already, I mean, go out try the meat sauce pizza because it wails. Don't forget to follow them on social media as well at Seventh Avenue Pizza to stay current on where you can grab yours. Get you some Seventh Ave today. Yep, and then we have our good friends at Northland Vodka. Check them out at Northland Vodka. Get out there, follow, figure out where the next bottle signing is for Mark Parrish. He's bound to surface here soon. And, uh, you know, kind of collabing over to what we interviewed for today, Isha, go to Soda Stick and get that beautiful camo trucker hat. Support Northland, support Soda Stick. And uh, Isha, let's tee it up. Yeah, as uh, we have Landon from Soda Sticks joining us here uh, on the podcast. So, you know, let's just throw it to that. We usually do the hoppy hour in the first segment. Anyways, we talk a little bit of beer. We talk hockey, but we talk a lot about the, the, the company. Uh, very Landon was very humble. I had to actually, like, dig and be like, come on, just just tell us. You know, you've tell us all, you know, all the... Uh, all around the origin story. Let, let's get to like the nitty gritty. And you know, eventually... he, he was Tomas Hurdle, and right now you're Joe Thornton. Yeah, he eventually, <laughs> he eventually, uh, you know, warmed up to us and opened up a little bit more, and it was a great conversation. So on the other side, Landon from Soda Sticks again, log overdue here on the Soda Pod, and after that, we'll talk a little bit of hockey here on episode 242 of the Soda Pod. First, I'd like to propose a toast to UMD goaltender Alex Stalock. To Stalock! To Stalock! I love that stuff. Been drinking it for years. You know, I, I heard they recently decided to add more hops to it. Well, you're all hopped out. Joining us here, if you haven't caught on, we apparently have a thing for local apparel uh, mm -hmm. after we dropped Waggle last week, everyone. But we are pleased to bring to you Landon of Soda Stick. There's no way that you haven't seen something that Soda Stick has made. Maybe you don't know that Soda Stick did it, but we're going to get into the nitty gritty here. But Landon, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, thank you for having me on. Um, and that's true. It's like we'll talk to people and we'll be like, oh, yeah, we we run Soda Stick. And they're like, oh, what's Soda Stick? It's like, oh, maybe the Minnesota Moon shirt or that skull with the shape of Oh, yeah, we see that everywhere. So um, they might not know the name, but. They've probably seen some form of merch out there one way or another because um, it's kind of infiltrated 
the uh, Minnesota sports market. So, hey, and it's about time Soda Sticks and the Soda Pod collaborated here. Yeah. I mean, it, it's been it's been far too long. Like, what we're what two hundred and forty some episodes in. So, no, it's it's truly a pre- pleasure, man. Excited to. When did uh, you guys? When did you guys start doing episodes? So I get a two forty. I started this in what 2020 or 2019, and then in 2020, Hoppy jumped on. Yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. We started. We started in 2015, but um, I guess we could do shirt count. But I don't have one. (laughs) It was like (laughs) I think I think you have us beat on that one. And let's just get right into it, Landon. I mean, how does someone decide that they want to enter the apparel business? And yeah. It go the the crazy direction that you have because i mean it, it's really just different i'll, I'll leave yeah, it there I mean, um so we the name soda stick takes minnesota and hockey stick like the last part of the so minnesota and hockey stick and we i started making bottle openers out of wood old wood hockey sticks i got one right here um and we'll crack a beer in a second but yeah so i started making bottle openers of hockey sticks that didn't have anything to do apparel off the bat and then um, we needed some merch to go along with the bottle opener. So we uh, put Paul Bunyan holding a hockey stick on a shirt. That was our first shirt. And then um, from there, I didn't really know that I was going to be uh, the local T-shirt guy. But five years, six years later, here we are. And we're mainly selling apparel. We still do the bottle openers, but kind of like, like started with hockey and beer. Still kind of has that feel, but we're doing kind of all Minnesota sports, anything lifestyle. Um, I like to say it's like the uh, beer drinking sports fan is the is the target that we're going for. So it's been pretty good. <laughs> well, when did it go from, you know, like a passion project? You know, I don't want to say hobby because obviously you're you're making yeah. a lot of these and, I, and I've seen I've seen them. They're they're super, super cool there. And yeah. um, but like when did it when did it become a you know change from a passion project to now like you know, your business, your, your right, job. Yeah. You know? It's full time now. Um, started making bottle openers in 2015. Uh, we can talk about the story of how it got to making bottle opener. Um, and then um, I think, I think it was 2018. We went full, I, we took the leap and quit our day jobs can we afford a mortgage and health insurance? We just had our first kid and we're like, let's go for it. <laughs> and then, so it's been full time since then. It's like, we can always go back to um, doing other stuff, but um, luckily it's just been, been grinding it out. But um, yeah, we went full time in 2018. So it took a few years. Like um, I was working remote. Um, so I could kind of hide behind a computer screen a little bit and then do um, soda stick on the side and it got it just got to the point where um i was gonna blow my brains out doing <laughs> both jobs or whatever it was like so stressful like it was getting crazy it was like all right let's just do this it was like the main thing for us at least was like can we afford our health insurance like that's the main thing like kind of sucks to say but it's like we had we were having a kid and stuff so um yeah 2018 so what was that four years ago maybe losing track well- what was the catalyst? Like just, you know, right. you, you recognize that this is, you know, that, you know, every entrepreneur has to take a risk or what, yeah. what, what made you pull the trigger? You, you and your family. Yeah. I, well, like create, like getting just like 
well, not brutally honest, but it was like we um we were doing well, like we were both working full time, so we had our full time salaries, and then like Soda Stick was cruising, and um it was making enough money where we were we were ready to we were able to like just go full time and try it out, and it was right around the time where we were um trying to buy a house and you can't like quit your job yeah. you're trying to buy a house and then like oh I, now i just sell t-shirts like there's no real revenue like they need like years of revenue when you're like a self-employed person or something like that so we got approved for the house got into the house and then it was like two months after that we we're just like all right let's just go and that that was like the kicker it was like okay let's wait till we can go afford to get a house and then after that it's like banks don't care <laughs> so yeah that was like the one of the the big things that was going on around that time um but in terms of like what took sodas to where we were able to um like kind of invest and like take things to the next level like it was 2017 uh like when the duck duck gray duck shirt we did that and that like went that was like our well we had a couple like smaller viral shirts like the minnesota moon did well and then like our met center shirt like mike madonna was wearing that we sent him some stuff um like the previous year and that kind of like was it was snowballing out over that and then um the duck duck gray duck shirt like took it to the next level in terms of like that was like our third like bigger hit that was like our third big hit and then that was like fall of 2017 and um we were just super busy between our day jobs and like going into that holiday and then that following like spring of 2018 is when we we um went full-time so that was kind of like the progression but that that like duck duck situation was crazy we um were packing shirts for like three weeks straight it was like nuts so the duck duck gray duck shirt we gotta sign football from kyle rudolph that says duck duck gray duck on it so oh that's amazing. that was like one of the good ones that's awesome and just so we can get into it and i don't want to keep you from your beer anymore yeah um so crack that open use yeah. the the soda stick but then tell yeah. us like how how did you decide that that was gonna be like your like the starting of something yeah, here? Like... so i'm gonna crack open the mix Mickle of Golden Light, it's a twist off, but we'll have some theaters. <laughs> well, I honestly don't care. <laughs> uh, we had a apparel partnership with Mickle of Golden Light, so um, I don't know if you guys can see it. But... Oh, I, I wouldn't have known that. And then there's a magnet on there, so it catches the bottle opener. Genius. Um, yeah, so I'm going with Mickle Golden Light right now. Huh. <laughs> I'll join you. Oh, nice. There you go. Can. Now let, let's talk a little bit about McGolden because mm -hmm. I mean, that's in Minnesota, that is the like beer brand to grab a hold of, especially when we're talking about marrying sports and beer, right? Yeah. How yeah. do you go about like beginning that partnership? Um, so they're Anheuser-Busch product. Most people probably know that, but we'll get into some of And they're, they're based out of St. Louis, but they're like Minnesota's regional beer and they've been, the Minnesota light beer for a long time. Um, so their marketing departments out here, one of the, the 
girls that work in the marketing department was a customer of ours and a fan of ours. And um, they were looking for a local apparel brand to kind of do more lifestyle stuff for them um, in terms of apparel and get it out there. So we met with them um, like all these years, like fucking mesh into one, but we met with them <laughs> the summer before all the shut the summer before 2020 was 2020 was the pandemic right yeah that sounds right we met with them in the summer 2019 and it was just like just like a warm meeting like like keep it warm like after that meeting was like yeah let's stay in touch like we definitely want to partner with you guys um and we didn't really know what that was going to be and then this was like phone conversations and then um their main like the main branding guy for mcgolden who lives in st louis came out and he was doing meetings out here meeting with like the local guys so we met up with him over lunch and then it was like like writing shit down on napkin style stuff and they're used to working with like major marketing agencies right and we're just like two three guys in white bear lake um so yeah they they uh, were like, yeah, we're on board to create some apparel. We didn't really know what it was going to turn into. And then um, we designed. So that, then we went back and we're like, oh, let's do like fun clubs, like the Pond Hockey Club, Mickle and Fishing Club. So that was the route that we were going to take with it and create little logos for each club and uh, let people join the club by buying a shirt. <laughs> so we did the Mickle Golden Light Pond Hockey Club. And it was like, we designed that. It was like, like right everything started shutting down that following like January or whatever or February of 2020. And we had it designed, but like pond in like March, like pond hockey was fizzling out. But like once all the sports shut down, it was like, um, we were like, fuck it, let's just launch this. Like, and that was how we ended up launching. We were gonna launch it eventually anyways, but we were just like, all right, let's just do this. Um, we got approval by them. Um, so that was like the first we're like we got to start with hockey right so we did the Michelob golden light pond hockey club um and then fishing made sense then we did hunting uh lake life um the snowmobile club speaks oh, to me man so when, yeah <laughs> when this drops i yeah. will be looking at the upcoming weekend being my annual snowmobile trip one of my college oh, yeah. buddies his family has a a cabin out in UP, Michigan, and it's literally oh, yeah. like they have 12 sleds out there. And yeah. we literally just bring with three cases of McGolden, and it literally is McGolden Snowmobile Club. Yeah. <laughs> when is that trip? Uh, the first weekend of February. Okay. So yeah, that's we, we crush it. Right. That's next weekend. Are you going? Or, oh, yeah, we're going. I'll, I'll um, send you a few beanies then. Uh, we got koozies too. Then you can wrap that up there if you don't have one yet. Or I don't know. But I'll send there you, you some. There you uh, go. There you go. Yeah. And but well, like the thing like with, with Mick Golden Light, their main like marketing, like their bigger, their two main marketing like targets is hockey and then snowmobiling is next after that. So that's why it made sense to do the pond hockey club and then snowmobile club. And then we did um fishing, hunting, lake life. And then this summer, the our lake life design <clears throat> was launched two summers ago and then this summer it morphed into their packaging um, oh cool like this whole uh packaging collab which is like crazy like i don't know it's just like 
still doesn't make sense that this was like in every store like every <laughs> yeah store. so that was the packaging this summer and it's like our names on it it like we designed this was like kind of like themed off of our shirt they're like they liked it so much they're like let's do a limited case we want to do the actual cans because the cans weren't um wrapped but that takes more time logistically and this was like kind of thrown together like last minute but they were able to get the cases so I don't know. Those were all over the place all summer, which is just like, I don't know, it's nuts. Like, fucking shit on Mick Golden Light cases is pretty funny. But it's just like, it doesn't make sense. But it, it does. Yeah, there's Lake Life Flag. But it's just crazy how they, it's, the partnership's awesome. So they've been super good. Well, two unrelated Mick Golden questions then. One, first, I mean, depending on how much influence you have right now, I know the the cry for help that so many Minnesotans have yelled the past couple of years. They missed the ribbed cans, man. That was well, like the trademark. I know. How, how do we get that back? I don't know. Like you still have the ribs on the bottles a little bit, but yeah, the mm -hmm. ribbed cans, like that's one shirt, like even just bring it back on a shirt somehow. Yes. Just have, oh, just like, we can, we can make that dirty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause we've done like the Minnesota martini, like Mikkel of golden light with a, with an olive in it like we did that as like a limited shirt drop so we have they they're always down for doing like fun little things and like Kirill when he did that he has like interview with um I think it was Ryan Carter yeah and he's like I'm just here for the Mick Golden Lights so like we put that on a shirt for like a limited drop so yeah. they, they approve a lot of that fun stuff so now on the Mick Golden like you always see on their social they're talking about how they make their martinis with olives and stuff Mm -hmm. are, are you a purist? Do you just always drink your McGolden straight? Do you do olives? I'm a weirdo that likes pickles. Do you have yeah. something else that you add? Yeah, I don't, I don't mind pickles. Um, I, I don't mind olives. Typically I'm drinking it straight, but, um, whenever they, I see a post like that come along, sometimes we'll toss an olive in there. They do. I did do olives and they have mini pickles inside it, like a stuffed olive with a fucking mini pickle in it. Oh, so like, Okay. I'll try to find what brand does it, but I think you can order them online. I got them, I don't know, I got them for like as like a Christmas gift or something, but do an olive pickle combo. There's like these little mini pickles that <laughs> they're stuffed in the olives. Freaking like two so, birds stoned at once, right? Yeah. yeah. Getting two birds stoned at once. That's what he <laughs> always says. All right. Now, next partner of yours that we have to talk about, really good friends of ours. Matt spoils us. And he actually said he talked to you earlier today, and all I had to say is Landon is just the greatest person. Yeah, have yeah, fun. Really, <laughs> um, um, now I, I'm I'm eating some of his pizza right now, the meat sauce pizza. I have to, and yeah. I'm I'm gonna go on mute here, but I want you to talk about the partnership, and eventually I'm gonna make you answer the question: Do yeah. we go squares or triangles, Landon? Do you want to answer that now or after? <laughs> you, you can you can lead with that unless yeah. you need time to think about it. I'm a triangle. I'm a triangles guy. But um, I understand the squares thing, but if I'm eating pizza alone, it's cutting triangles. I don't triangles understand the, I don't understand the square thing at all. So <laughs> help me out there. I never have, never will. Uh, I don't know. It's it's weird to me, but people do it. I mean, like I get like if you're hungry, you're gonna eat it whatever yeah. way possible. But like, why go out of your way to extend the time of you yeah. eating the pizza? Unless you unless you're like just a psycho who's like. 
um, deducted it down to like, well, if I cut it into squares, then it has more cooling time. And by the time I'm done cutting it all into squares, I can actually, I see it just me going through that. It just sounds yeah. like psychotic there. So um, that's my, that's my only other reasoning, I guess. But other well, like, than that, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. It's like, we'll put it on Twitter every once in a while, like team squares, team triangles. So you get the slew of people arguing for both or like arguing their, their way, but going through that, those feeds, like, a lot of people on the squares like, oh, if we're eating with the kids, you got to cut into squares. Better okay. for the I don't know. But it's like, for me, I want crust on, at the end. If I'm eating a middle square, I'm, I got no crust. So, Or if you get a corner, you're it's really true. screwed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're, getting like, you're getting like 40% crust. Yeah. yeah. Well, the crust is my holding apparatus, right? Like, I don't want a middle piece. And I, I'm glad that you brought up the kid thing because I was under the impression that anyone that picks squares is just like, an alcoholic and is only yeah. at the bars because that's how they cut yeah. it at the bars. Yeah, that's, and that's wait, like, what? That's how they cut it at the bars? Oh yeah. Yeah, that's like I feel like mainly where I would see it. Like, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm again full disclosure. I'm Canadian, so like yeah. we keep things only triangles up here. And the only time I ever remember seeing like squares was like Pizza Hut in like the '90s did a run in yeah. the last like two weeks because everyone was like, yeah. we don't do squares. Well, like <laughs> like rectangle pan pizza obviously makes sense cutting squares, but. Yeah, that'd be weird to do triangles. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Actually, they did the, uh, it was like four for 25 or something like that um, at holiday stations like la like last week or the week before <clears throat> um, for their pizza. And there's a holiday station right down the street when I'm right, driving home. So I think I ate four of them, four pizzas last week. <laughs> So. <laughs> i love it and i mean matt and the boys they burst onto the scene fast with seven yeah. they just went nuts so on yeah. social media how, how did yeah. you guys get connected and like what kind of steered the direction of this great partnership um so i don't think they knew this when they reached out but um matt um let me say matt's wife works for um and anheuser bush she works for Bud, uh, Budweiser. Um, so like, I think she, like, I think they had some of my apparel just from the Mick Golden Light stuff, like at their house. And like, they didn't even realize it was soda stick. Like you said, like some people buy the stuff. They right. don't like so like, um, you think that might've like spawned the relationship, uh, but it didn't, but I'm trying to remember like, how did we reach out? It might've been like, uh, through 10k like they may have gotten in with 10k 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 takes or it was like it was something through like they were partnering with someone else that we also uh worked with um but yeah matt reached out and um i don't know we were we have like mickle and light beers like fuck i'll do a pizza brand like let's go <laughs> <laughs> um he's a good dude um and it's super easy like it was one of those it was like yeah we'll do a shirt and then like connect a little bit later you don't know what like it's with the mick night you don't know what it's going to turn into and so far we've only done the squares triangle shirt but some people like oh what are you gonna like do something create like artistic on a shirt for people it's like no it's just squares or triangles hey man the broil the broil yeah we have a shirt for that we have a design for that actually i think we posted like the graphics so we have that for like potential next next uh next um shirt drop so hey, well you did have the special run there with the like the ugly sweater the long yeah, sleeve no, and then the, i mean the the jersey was 
obviously yeah. my favorite. I thought that was unbelievable. And I see yeah. now Matt Matt reps that in like every single one of his social pictures. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, the jerseys came out cool, like super bright orange in person. Um, when you see them, like when they got when they were completed, like we picked colors based off the Pantones and stuff. But oh, actually, I found a picture of Matt right here. I'm going to share it on screen too because this is awesome. <laughs> oh yeah, this is good. There it is. Yeah, <laughs> like, I think like it's actually a lot brighter in person. Like really? Color. Okay, okay. Um, like beautiful. Orange. No, beautiful designs. Um. So yeah, I don't know. We, I was talking to him today. We might <clears throat> do some fun hats or something next. So what? we'll uh, like a beanie with. I don't want to keep. We don't want to keep pushing the squares and triangles too much. But we got the shirt, so maybe a beanie with squares on one side, triangles knitted into the other, and then they can put it which way they want. Oh, that's a good idea. Oh, that was good. I dig uh, that. I dig yeah. that. Now you uh, just mentioned 10k takes. Mm -hmm. uh, and they're they're the inspiration. I mean, that's how you and I met. You know, yeah, assemble yep. the snake. <laughs> yeah, um, to us to do a shirt like we're just the local T-shirt guy at this point. <laughs> I mean, they're they're lunatics in the greatest way possible. We were mm -hmm. kind of talking about it before we jumped on here. How, how do you get involved with them? <laughs> yeah, I mean, a lot of the like you guys, a lot of the just Twitter friends. Like you start as Twitter friends or Instagram, like on Instagram. Yeah, um, but yeah, they. I forget what I think we like we sent them a box of stuff um and then golfed in the their summer tournament their golf tournament this year so I, I think that was the first time I met them in person um that was a really good event um I don't know I wouldn't be so stressed out to put on a big golf event like that but they pulled it <laughs> off it was awesome but that was the first time I met them and then um they hit us up because they were doing the cup snake and needed a t-shirt <laughs> so we're like yeah we'll help so we donated those to to help them um with the event and everyone that bought a ticket got a, i mean you got a ticket for 35 bucks and you got a sh shirt with it so it was like <laughs> that's the price of a shirt right there that's, Never mind. that's amazing yeah unbelievable yeah <clears throat> and so i mean you've met them like you know mm -hmm. who they are and at least kind of know what's going on in their brains yeah <laughs> this is not the like this is not the last thing they're gonna do like how do they top the minnesota wild cup snake record yeah i don't know like um like okay yeah they do the cup snake and it's kind of like a wacky crazy thing to think about like in concept like everyone goes there to try, try to drink as many beers as you can and the beers are already like 16 ounces anyways. So it's like, <laughs> just go there to a wild game and drink as many beers as you can <laughs> to try to break a world record. But um, yeah, I really don't know. Like in terms of getting, breaking a, another cup snake, <laughs> I don't know what they're going to do. But um, I don't know. There's like, you got the, the twin, like if they can go partner with other sports teams and do wacky stuff, it's like, it's super fun to get fans involved that way. I guess the the revised question should be like, how are there? What are other ways that are going to get them on ESPN? Yeah, it's <laughs> true. Because now they're two for two. Yeah, yeah. They did the original one was at the Saints game, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And then, uh, yeah, I don't know. Target Field this summer. That one was good. We had uh, full horseshoe. Yeah. 
we had we had one of them on the podcast actually and they were talking about how he like when he brought the cameraman like a powerade or a gatorade because he had some inside inside info that you know that's that was the key to his heart and oh so make, so yeah. make sure they you yeah. know have the camera on them for a little bit before the, yep. the broadcast nixed it and was like no yep. <laughs> get it off the big screen yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 20 or something yeah, oh, the, the, the drug deal that almost went wrong. Um, yeah. <laughs> last partner that we have to bring up because again, they've been great to us is Northland oh, here, Vodka here. and Mark mm-hmm. Parrish. Yeah. Um, I also, I mean, because Isha knows, like usually I'm drinking more local Minnesota beers and they're a lot stronger. So one mm-hmm. McGolden probably won't do it for me. I've got a uh, Northland Vodka mixed with what I had left. Isha will love this. What I had left of uh, Capri Suns for the Capri Sun, yeah. And, uh, it oh. just talk really, about the the Northland partnership. Those hats are beautiful, by the way. Yeah, like um, who's got? I got beautiful. Signed. I was up at in a at a hockey tournament in Duluth. It's a men's league tournament, and um, but he goes around and signs bottles. So he, I was up there, and he posted at I forget which liquor store, but it was one of the ones like right in downtown Duluth. And um, so I went over there and between games and snag one of those. Four. Nice. So, um, yeah. I mean, we, we've been kind of like um, in contact with Mark through um, he was doing the um, pair uh, like it was like Paris Fletcher podcast. And then it, then it turned into like state of hockey podcast or no, the spirit of, of hockey. hockey yeah. We've like been uh, partnering with their podcast when he was doing it with Paul Fletcher. I think it's like on pause right now, but um, that was a few years ago when we started um, kind of promoting with them through the podcast. And then, um, yeah, when he went in to launch the Northland Vodka, I I ran into him at some event. And he was like, "Yeah, let's let's get some merch going." So um, I saw like their logo is super cool. Like like it like you can wear their circle logo like the hat we have, I can go get one, but um, like the logo just works yeah, on apparel, like really well. Um, and some logos don't. So it was like, yeah, let's do that. That's going to do well on a circle patch. Let's do some hats. And then um, we did, we're doing some t-shirts. Like we'll, we do like smaller drops of them. Like one time we did some like windbreaker jackets, but um, yeah, it seems like every, uh, maybe like every three or four months we're doing some kind of drop with them, like kind of pre-order style. Um, and they do merch through other, other vendors too, but, um, yeah, we're always down to get some cool soda stick twist on it. So, um, everyone loves the hats. It's like a camo hat, camo trucker with like the, the North stars theme colors they have, um, the N N looking logo. So it's like people wear that. And they might not even be like a Northland Vodka fan. They just wear it because it's a cool logo. Right. When I saw the logo, I was like, hell yeah. So I like vodka too. So I mean, that, yeah, yeah. that helps. <laughs> that helps. And I mean, what what's your go-to then if you're mixing with Northland? I'll admit Capri Sun isn't my go-to. Not because like I don't think that adults should have it because it's delicious. More yeah. because I have to go back to my childhood to like have the like nimble fingers like I'm playing <laughs> Operation to actually open one of them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, typically like, like vodka, orange juice. I don't know if that's like the typical dumb drink with that, but yeah, I'm not like, I'm not too big into like sodas and stuff. So, um, it's like vodka OJ. I'm going to drink that. 
Yeah. yeah. That's my go-to with vodka yeah. too. Yeah. Um, Warming up to vodka cranberry. I, 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 as a cranberry juice, like any juice, I, like not any juice, but yeah, vodka cranberry, but like maybe a little orange juice with cranberry. I don't know if that's like a, that's probably has a name to it, but probably too. No, like, and, but that was the thing when I was a kid, like cranberry juice was too just bitter for me or, tall yeah. or whatever. But now, like, it's grown on me. It's yeah. growing on me. Yeah, I can't. Like that. <laughs> um, yeah, Northland Vodka, Seventh Avenue Pizza, McGolden Light, Waggle Golf, Waggle the Golf, the 10K Takes, Bar Down Beauties with the the Marcus Felino fan club. Yeah. Um, and I mean, we got a. So, I mean, we're having the, the Capri Sun, our uh, Caprizov mixer, you know, vodka. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, is that, like, the biggest shirt success that you've had is the, the Caprizov and the sunglasses, dollar dollar bill? Yeah, um, that was definitely nice to have hit last year. That was, like, February-ish, like, February, late February. Um, the, I think Matt... The first time, first time I was seen like on the Wild Players, like they posted a picture of Matt Dumba wearing it in the locker room, and then from there, your phone blows up, and then you got some bots ripping it off. Which there's so many bots out there right now, but um, yeah, that was that was like one of those Duck Duck situations. Duck Duck actually took off took off bigger than that one, but um, uh, Dollar Bill is probably like the second second in line um in terms of like um consolidated into like three four days of people going crazy for it um and that was yeah i mean you you know like he's a superstar you know he's a superstar but um designing the shirt it wasn't out publicly we drop it off at the wild um locker room for the players we get tickets to that game we're at dinner down on like west 7th street or whatever and then i didn't really think anything because like typically i don't expect the wild to post it on their pages or whatever like mm-hmm. seeing players wearing it in interviews that's that's cool like there's no like it's just here's some they when we work with them behind the scenes to create the shirt um so I'll, like give a little background sorry they it was, whatever game it was um i don't know dumbo was mic'd up or where he's like and he was heard saying dollar bill krill or dollar dollar bill krill and then um so andrew Haight is one of the he's like the um he's the player communications like main main guy for the players so me and him, he'll like hit us up and like hey can you do a dollar bill krill shirt or whatever so we'll come up with a design kind of go back and forth with him and the players a little bit um He'll like show it to whoever and they're like, yeah, took this, took that. So we get the shirt, we get it to them. Um, and this was like, yeah, late February, whatever. So then Dumba's wearing it. We get tickets to the game, we drop the shirts off. Dumba wears it, they post it. And I didn't know that was gonna happen. So we're sitting having dinner before the game, and then my phone starts blowing up. And then it was like, oh shit. Like, I don't even think I got to watch any of the game. <laughs> <laughs> third pier probably like going to the game was like that was like one of those crazy kind of like um yeah crazy cool moments like those are the like just like you you just think back you think of it it's just like what's going on with the soda sick brand is just like what the hell but yeah we're just funny 
Okay. Yeah, we sold a lot of those. <laughs> yeah, we, we don't complain. I got about a picture. That. I can share pictures of like our because we like we're small a small operation. We have a couple screen printer partners, <clears throat> screen printing partners in Northeast who we've been con contracted with for the past five years at two hours screen printing. But we'll pack ship out of there, or like we get the shipments to our house. We had a whole kitchen table full of shirts. Like we just have pack ship parties, <laughs> like whenever something like that happens. So yeah. Nice. Now, now the shirt, obviously, especially with Dumbo wearing it, like that, that helps it take off. All the players yeah. are continuing to wear it, but yeah. Jason, I'm pretty sure it was Jason, deserves a ton of credit because the phenom where he goes in and takes someone's picture and then adds the sunglasses to yeah, them, like yeah. the like yeah. shitty drawn yeah. sunglasses. Yeah, I love that. That's so yeah. good. Yeah, we're like we wanted to like after that it was like, dude, let's just do this. And I don't think we were like telling people we're like, and then I think. People saw it, so we got to, it was like we would just reply to them with it. It was just like, oh man, I forgot about that. <laughs> oh shit, I gotta bring that back because people still wear the shirt and post about it. I gotta start doing that again because then <clears throat> some of the designs don't work, but the glasses are easy because it's just a pair of glasses that fit. But like we have a Felino moose helmet, like PNG that we can crop onto people. We've done it a couple times, but like the angle of the hat helmet doesn't work all the time. It make, makes it look more funny. But um, yeah, I got we gotta start bringing that back. Thanks for me. I, I support that. Like, yeah, that's awesome. So, I mean, it, I know a lot of your partners and you know the people you work with, and you know just things going on in pop culture and in, in sports right now give you the inspirations. You know, like the the dollar bill, Kirill. Yeah. Um, and then obviously on with the Seventh Ave side, you're working with the partners to give you guys their their takes, their yeah. ideas, and and you all kind of collaborate. But where do all the other ideas? come in yeah. and come from for all your designs because like i said like you work with some of your partners they obviously they help a little bit but you're the ones who bring it to life but outside of all all the stuff you do with with your partners mm -hmm. and for for clients and, and anything in that yeah. realm like where where do you come up with these ideas for your original uh original designs and 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 content there just like uh so <clears throat> my design partner jason um he let's like me, Jason, um, my wife, Sarah, my father-in-law, Tom, who's soda sick Tom, um, we're like the main ones just kind of like bumping ideas off each other. We have like a brainstorm like document that's just like pages long and we can like pull, pick and pull from it. But um, yeah, it's like kind of what we're doing here. Just a lot of bullshit and a lot of back and forth text chains. Um, a lot of stuff is hasn't been released yet, but it's like we can always pull from it. But yeah, just just uh anything that pops into our head we'll we'll put it down and sometimes it's like all right we're doing that right now or sometimes like yeah we'll put that one to the side and wait um well like like outside like partnerships and then like the the quick not i guess quick hitter like um um in the news type stuff <clears throat> but outside of that like we try to touch on nostalgic stuff so like the metrodome met center um so those are e like, not easy but those are um cool ones to come up with and do because it doesn't it's not tied to an event um and they're um fun to have um and we'll have yeah me the metrodome like any of the stadium any like nostalgic nostalgic stuff that we can pull from that's like a memory where it's not like waiting for an event to happen so we'll do a lot of that too um so <clears throat> and I mean, I was going to ask like, whose role is it to just literally sit there on social and just scroll and see what's popping and be like, all right, we're making this shirt tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, like the one, the one that we didn't do 
and like um i think back like if we would have done it was like when uh kakinen was like first coming into play for the wild or he's having um good games with like the cock block people like oh, i'll do a cock block no <laughs> and like we were getting asked to do it like some like by other people too not just social media but like we didn't pass like we didn't pass on it but like other there was some other someone else was doing one too um but we didn't do that one well, <laughs> so like kind of like shit oh she could have but get ahead of it because in like two or three years you're gonna have the easiest money maker in the world if you just have like a brick wall and then stet yeah s-t-e-d-t for yeah. Mr. Wallstead. like yeah. you will sell so many shirts yeah yeah it's like same thing as like jason texted me what was he was he what was he playing in like overseas what it was like the juniors or something what was World it juniors yep. yeah yeah so he's like it's like yo the wild the, the wild prospect goalie's getting some attention and i look at his name i was like easy yeah <laughs> like, <laughs> the walls in his name like you can't get better than that so yep. oh, man. <laughs> yeah bring him up <laughs> bring him up now i i gotta say i don't know if you already have this in the works or if it's been talked about but uh, let's have an open brainstorm session here for you like what can we do with the A-Rod attending the Packers game and wearing Packers gear, him being a Minnesota owner? Like, how do we turn that into your bestseller? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Do people like that he's a owner of the Timberwolves? I don't know. <laughs> Not particularly. I think the assumption is that he's trying to get him to move. <laughs> yeah, I know. That was like the rumor. It was like, oh, my God, is it going to happen? Which, by the way, I'll say Vancouver will take a team back. If yeah. Minnesota doesn't want an NBA team. Vancouver will we'll gladly take one. Oh, man. Um, yeah, not just like talking about some of those like funny moments. Um, like, there's some like, do you do shirts of like the really bad Minnesota sports moments? There's a guy on Twitter, um, blank on the name, but he any like documents like just like Miss Kickfield, whatever. Like all like the crappy Minnesota sports moments. When do you start putting those on T-shirts too? <laughs> it's kind of. You know how you have like hockey, football, baseball, seafood collection. You can just call it the wide left collection. Yeah, right. <laughs> we did like we'll post like anniversary, like anniversary date stuff, and most of it's like good, uplifting, fun stuff. But we did post um, last year for one of the the big wide lefts, and people were pissed. Like, why are you reminding me of this? So it's like, okay, maybe we won't. Put it. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta play it soft for sure. Yeah. But I mean, with stuff like that or the negativity, like a Rod, you just gotta like in full Minnesota fashion, yeah. just come up with like a passive aggressive way to attack it. So it's still <laughs> funny and lighthearted, but at the same time, people can kind of like rally around it and hate together and through yeah. their hatred buy shirts. Yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> oh man. Um, Gotta get into it then, because I mean, obviously, we had to promote McGolden being a partner, mm -hmm. but Isha allegedly potentially coming to visit for a couple weeks in April. And we we talk about hockey, but we talk a lot about craft beer. Like, what are your top recommendations for him to visit and try some beer from when he's in town? Um, so, um, have you ever been to Bent Brew Stillery? Yeah. Yeah, so that like we're good friends with them. So like um okay. I'd recommend going there. They have they do like their own uh booze too. So it's like booze and beer. And they usually have some like pretty 
um, crafty craft beer. I don't know if that's the right word, but um, they have some good ones too. Like their Nordic, they have like some good staples that are like, you'll see them in taps or, or uh, cans in the liquor stores, like Nordic blonde, like there's some other ones, um, but their, their graphics are cool. Typically like when I go to a liquor store, I'm getting um, craft beers, like what label looks cool. <laughs> that's like how I pick typically. Yeah. Um, but they're going, then like, I'm one of those two. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, if you're up in, so I play hockey every like Thursday and Sunday up in Blaine, but we partner with them. They like sponsor a team for a hockey tournament we did, but, uh, Invictus Brewing, like they're another cool, yep. they do some good beers and they've been, I think they've been like killing it in terms of distribution. Like I see their stuff in a lot of liquor stores now. Yeah, each is required to go there because the first bracket we did, which we're going to release the next one this summer with a little different twist, kind of to what you said, where it's going to be based on who has the coolest can art. Yeah, but we just did like the 32 breweries that replied to us and said that they would like kind of participate, you know, share mm -hmm. some of the stuff and get it out there. We did a poll and just had new matchups every week of which brewery was better yeah. between the two. Invictus yes. won it because they got so into it. They yeah. they were Matt from Seventh Ave times five as yeah, far as crazy. like online participation. Yeah, yeah I guess I, I don't have notifications for too many breweries, but Invictus is one that I do have notifications for, and they do they are good on social media and they get like I, they have some good following there. They're candy bar stout. I have to try it. That that's what I that's what I want that's what I want so bad. Yeah, Hobby's gotten me on a stout train and like, oh yeah. man, that just looks amazing. Yeah. Then um I don't go to their brewery too much, but I get a lot of like Lift Bridge and Stillwater. Yep. They have some good stuff. I got some in the fridge right now. Nice. Um, but um, yeah, there's this other, I got as a gift, but I'll, I'll bring it up. It's a German like distillery, like in St. Louis Park or something. Um, can I plug? I, 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 I'm just like not trying to plug them, but no, plug yeah. away, please. A so which one? Yeah. Like you can't really read it, but it's D A M P F W E R K. I've like never been there. I got these as a gift, but it's like a German themed distillery. My wife's German. What? She like loves German stuff, and it was just like wow. It's like a whiskey, and then they got like gin and stuff. So I've never heard of it, but it's a local distillery. Damn, uh, interesting. I bet it's amazing. Holy crap. <laughs> that sounds great. Yeah, there's yeah, another there's a, an Irish distillery too that just opened by Surly that I need to try as well. Yeah. I'm just gonna go on the distillery kick. Yeah. Yeah, Surly if they're open, that's like staple, I guess, to check out too. Um if you're in White Bear, that's kind of our area town, like Big Wood. I think they're moving actually, but I think not until like the end of the summer, but Big Wood Brewing, they have a cool little tap room. Um and it's uh like in this in the basement of like an event like an event center, but the event center has like a like a like a steampunk theme like bar too, which you go in there, it doesn't look like an event center. Event center is upstairs, so ignore the event center part. But um, Bigwood Brewery downstairs, and then there's like a steampunk like craft cocktail place on the ground level. So we those are kind of two spots that we hit up in White Bear. <laughs> yeah, that's that's one that I need to hit up still. And I'm hoping, you know, next year we got Hockey Day Minnesota and White Bear. Hopefully yeah. they follow in the steps of Mankato Brewery, who made a great yeah. Hockey Day beer, the Cross Check Pilsner. Yeah. But 
I mean, Isha, that's when we got to hit for sure. But are, are you guys going to get involved? You having the ties to White Bear Lake, are you going to have some apparel coming out for the next hockey day? Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, so <clears throat> um, the Minnesotan is a store in White Bear. We sell some of our merch in there. The owner of that store is on the committee. Like he's like the guy heading it up. Oh, so um, yeah, we might we might have an opportunity to get involved. We'll definitely be down there. Um, it's going to be super exciting. He's like, I text him. He's like, congrats on getting it because uh, I know he's been working hard on it. He's like, yeah, now I have a new part-time job for the next year. <laughs> and he runs uh, unless COVID lapses again. And then we're going to have another two years for him to have that part-time yeah. job. <laughs> yeah. yeah like it was supposed to be a Mankato last year and they, they didn't have, they just postponed it. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, hopefully, I don't know where they're like, We'll see where they're gonna have. I'm just trying to picture where they where they're gonna have it, um, but it's gonna be fun. So nice. <clears throat> and then talking Minnesota sports in general, because you already said like Duck Duck Gray Duck, your top mm-hmm. seller, obviously Dollar Dollar Bill Carrill, right up there with it. But across Minnesota sports, or maybe it's not even Minnesota sports. Maybe it's one of your partners. Like, right. what is the most profitable direction you've gone at least in the past year or two, as far as like this is just what we know sells. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so like supply chain, like we'll talk about supply chain. <laughs> it was like nearly impossible to find a blank, like the trucker hat you're wearing, like a blank trucker hat. You couldn't get them. <clears throat> um, and we'll, we'll produce, like we'll get like blank Richardson hats or um, YP classic hats and like do local embroidery. Um, but then like on a lot of our like tent pole hats that we know are, we stock all the time. We, we have an overseas manufacturer making those. So, um, the past year hats have been tough, but, um, we've been fully custom building them with a manufacturer overseas, but luckily t-shirts, we deal with all that locally, like, and, um, we didn't have any issues of those. So like, um, the past year we just tried to crush as, crush as many t-shirts as we could, but we're getting back into hopefully getting, a some more fun hats in this year because things are getting better. Um, and then um, we don't do a ton of them, but like we've been doing like custom team hoodies, like for a lot of youth association, youth associations. We don't advertise it, but it's just like word of mouth. Um, but those are, those are just fun to do. Um, but yeah, like we don't try to do anything super fancy. So it's like, fan t-shirts like we we do some specialty stuff um but yeah try to crush it with the t-shirts and hats like that's our bread and butter right there um and then some of that custom team team hoodies for the youth teams they get their names and numbers on the back and they get to design it with us like usually we're trying to mimic it off their their team jersey so um yeah and so jersey hoodie for you guys like does that just mean that it's got like the look and feel of a jersey or does that actually mean like it's more jersey type material because i saw the teasers for the 10k jersey yeah yeah so that's the same same thing we're doing for the youth teams um and then we'll 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 do like any any anybody we actually did some for the pondoggy u.s pondoggy championships um ambassador hot dogs are the official hot dogs so we did 
a set they they're vip hoodies they're like they look kind of like varsity jackets um they have same colors as the 10k ones but um um yeah so it's like uh jersey ish material it's like polyester outer shell and it's fleece lined so you get like that flashy outer um look outside of like your typical like cotton hoodie like your everyday fan hoodie um and then it's fleece lined so um yeah they're pretty cool um design options are limitless so they're fun it's fun to do them like um we got one actually excelsior brewing you should check them out too oh yes we got a a few boxes of hoodies for them to wear at uh oh nice the North American Panaki Championships over in Minnetonka. So yeah, check out Excelsior Brewing. Guy I play hockey with actually is one of the brewers there. So <clears throat> nice. I actually uh big age gap, but one of the guys that's involved in the brewery over there too, he uh he and I worked at the local sports store out in Mound and he okay. I mean we both played for the same high school, but I think we yeah. had a good like eight year gap. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, I haven't. I think I've been like, over. I probably been over there like once, I don't know, five or six years ago. But I don't get over that side of the cities that often. But um, yeah, they got some. Um, they're going to be wearing the hoodies to play pond hockey, and so they're not wearing jerseys. Love it. Oh, it's, that. It's, I mean, that makes a ton of sense too. Yeah. I like it. Hopefully, it's cold, <laughs> and, uh, or not too warm when they're sweating. But uh, yeah, it looks like a hockey jersey, but it's just a hoodie. <laughs> So like what, yeah, what's, I mean, your, what's your style of beer? Like, what do you like to drink? Just like um, IPA, stout, sour, I do, whatever. I mean, like, I'll drink like anything that's cold. <laughs> but, <laughs> Out of no, boy. Like, I like. I mean, I like. Um, I don't know, I'm not like, like a crazy IPA guy, but like like hazy IPAs. Like, um, uh, that's usually what I'll drink if it's something that's not like your typical light beer. Um, but uh like Lithbridge mango blonde like drink that a lot that's more in the summer but um yeah you can't go wrong with like new england style ipa or like any hazy ipas like just some of them taste like juice oh <laughs> yep, so you, you, you and i can have some beers together yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but like um like castle danger cream ale like i'm buying that a lot um uh Amber ales, like um, I think Liftbridge has an amber out like down there, but been drinking a lot of Castle Danger Cream Ale lately. And then um yeah, any any IPA, like I just like trying new stuff, so um any IPA is good. That's I will awesome. say like some weird beer up in the fridge upstairs that I can't I can't stomach like a whole bottle of it, but it's like uh it's like I don't know if there's like toffee flavored milk stout or something, but I should go get it, see what it is. But it tastes good, like like an eight ounce glass, but I can't I can't have I can barely get through that. But yeah, that's fair. Mm-hmm. I get that. See, I'm 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 pretty exploratory too. Like yeah. something like that, I would absolutely try. I'm not taking down a whole bottle of it, yeah. but my yeah. my one weird shtick, which Isha and anyone that listens already knows this all too well, but you put peanut butter in a beer and I'm sold yeah so good yep so those good. are like that type of stuff where it's where it's uh two good flavors coming together <laughs> is good well i had a i had a coffee blonde recently 
and it was mm. probably the most like the easy yeah. the most easy drinking like explosive flavored beer i've ever i've yeah. ever had and like i i could probably drink those until i drop like yeah. it was they were too easy and they they were I'm scary to, good i'm trying to think what um, modest it might have been modest but yeah it was it's, it was their like a light coffee beer i was like oh god yeah, like, first call you get the coffee else, but light coffee beer and it tastes like so good. good it's good those are that was that was nice <laughs> man the first time i had that one i go up to the counter and i say i want the first call and they gave it to me i'm like dude i ordered the coffee beer he's like yeah i gave it to you i'm like oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah it's like a, it's like it's like a light beer it's co- it was like because it's always coffee style cotton coffee yeah exactly and yeah and Whoever decided to do that and make it, make it as good. <laughs> yeah, when I got, I remember I got my flight and I was like, which one's the coffee one? Like I couldn't tell. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. We used to. We're getting back into. It. We got a couple scheduled, but we do a lot of the pop ups at like a couple summers in a row. We we're doing like eight, ten, twelve different beer fests. We'd pop up at a beer fest. Um, do a little pop-up shop there those are super fun um and we would trade merch for beer with everyone and come home like <laughs> I'd, I'd have like beer for a year like and i missed that because all the fucking events got canceled but they're coming back but yeah we would have oh. we would get so much beer and that is yeah. then we could like it's like it, it's like anything everything um and then we'd be stocked up or after that summer we'd be stocked up until the end of the winter essentially let, let me know if you ever need volunteers yeah. for those events <laughs> one of them i i left with a like a whole dolly cart like stacked up like to my chest like pushing a dolly cart of of uh stacks of beer so man I, yes yeah. sold and well at least you were set up for having to hibernate during the covid yeah <laughs> unlike the rest of us yeah <laughs> um, yeah beer fest Fest indeed now uh, we'll end it on this then landon before we let you plug away on anything you want to promote here but we we gotta at least get your initial opinions on the wild and this isn't a leading question by any means but which minnesota team wins the next championship it Um, doesn't have to be anytime soon (laughs) yeah i mean i'm hope i you hope the wild are gonna make a run um and i'll tell you like last season seeing how much like just like hype i mean Kirill brought it in but just like how much hype the team has and like you can see it with like like felino freaking he's assistant captain now like i don't know just watching them play hartman like hartman, what a run hartman, he's going on this year like shirt for him's up on the table next like yeah, yeah all like the 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 new guys that they have like the guys coming up but um yeah i mean i'm not gonna oh the wild are gonna win the cup but um somehow whether it's like i'll be in vegas or a buddy will be in vegas i'd like to get a ticket for wild to win the cup and i always put a couple hundred bucks on them i don't have the ticket yet and i the earlier in the season you buy it the better it is but um <laughs> yeah, i'm always getting a ticket for wild to win the cup whether it's like likely or not i just fucking do it so just do it um, before they trade for a center man yeah yeah <laughs> yeah but i mean i don't know like was that the game on monday I know the Canadians suck, but 
they fucking scored. They just scored eight goals. Like I was like, are they gonna get the ten goals? Like I think the rec the they tied that was it eight or nine. Like they tied the record for most goals for the Wild at least. But um, Man, yeah, two. I don't know. Um, I don't think the Vikings are gonna win. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what makes you say that? <laughs> the Twins were looking good for a couple years there. This past season didn't look too right, but I don't know. It's like shifting to the wild now, so we'll see. <clears throat> I like it. I like it. Yeah. I'm just silence. I'm, I'm trying to think of like the lot when the last time the Timberwolves were good, but I don't even recall. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't. Even I think that. I was in middle school. So yeah, I was just gonna say like I followed basketball like pretty not hardcore, but pretty regularly, and I mean that was the one team that was they're still rebuilding. They're yeah. Still Still rebuilding. They're still kind of like the Mariners out, out here uh, in the MLB. They've been rebuilding since Ishiro Suzuki was on the team for fuck's sakes. <laughs> I get, like I don't follow them too closely, but like, um, are you following them closely right now? The I mean, this, this uh, no, not not really this year okay. to be honest. Just just the Wild. <laughs> I don't I don't watch basketball. Yeah. Um, yeah just love came. your merch for them though. By the yeah, way, all like, designs. Yeah, Dunking Wolf shirt and like. Uh, themed off theme for the basketball but like um uh yeah i gotta hop on the bandwagon for them coming up <laughs> if they're gonna make the playoffs i'm gonna jump in and, and start watching. yeah i know they're, they're on the cusp <laughs> they're on the cusp there i mean out here i mean yeah. it's there's one team in canada which is the raptors obviously so like people are on and off the bandwagon but they're not having the best year either so yeah <laughs> we'll see we'll they see have a championship <laughs> they do they do i mean what a mic drop by Kawhi leonard in and out <laughs> That's how you leverage a big deal. I'll go to Canada and win them a championship so you can pay me Clippers and yeah. look what happens. I see a lot of tweets about um, Ant, so <laughs> for the Timberwolves feed. So I don't know. I, like, I know like last year, I don't even think they came close to making the playoffs. I could be totally wrong because I don't follow them too closely. But, like That sounds accurate. I'm hoping, like, I feel like they will have a better run this year. I haven't, well, I haven't paid attention at all, but. I see tweets come across my feed. It's like, okay, maybe they're doing good. I don't know. I honestly don't know. If my only opinion was gauged off what comes across my feed, I would think that every organization in Minnesota is on fire on yeah. a regular basis. Yeah. Like yeah. literally like set on fire. Yeah. <laughs> well, we could honestly, we could talk sports, beer, and the whole nine yards all night, but we won't keep you the rest of the night. This has been outstanding. You've given us so much of your time already, sir. Um, anything else that you want to plug away? Anything else you want to highlight uh, before we let you go this evening? Don't have anything really to plug new, like sodasick.com. So we can do a code S O T A P O D. I'm just soda pod. There you there go. You go. There you go. Easy. 15% off. There you go. You, you see that? You see that? We're giving back. We have the, we have the best guests. <laughs> on all Minnesota podcasts, and we give back to the community. So there, there you go. go. There you go. Fifteen percent uh, off. Yeah. <clears throat> oh man. No. Again, this was outstanding. Thank you so much for joining us. Like I said, long overdue having the two soda brands. Uh, come yeah. Here sure. on the podcast. Hell yeah. But yeah, thanks for having me. Um, do some beer tasting or something soon. Whenever there's something new coming up. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sounds sir. like a winner. Yeah. All right. On right. the other side, we're wrapping up the show here on uh, on the Soda Pod. Thanks again to everybody at the Soda Sticks.
right, again, big thanks to Landon and everyone at Soda Sticks. Um, it, it's so great to see that all of pretty much Minnesota Wild Twitter and pretty much any sports fan of any Minnesota sports team on Twitter and the social media in which we uh, interact with, everyone seems to support Soda through some sort of avenue, whether it's with the Bar Down Beauties, whether it's when 10K, whether it's with seventh ave so it's really cool to see that they're just like ingrained in the community for being a relatively you know newer company soda stick singular for anyone sorry, who's confused sorry. you're good you're good but yeah i mean great company and everyone i don't care what sport you follow they've got something for you over there at soda stick so go check them out you heard it in the interview promo code soda pod one word go over there get your discount it's worth it yes uh, he doesn't have headphones, but I got Shane actually hanging out here, and I'll make sure to give him that promo code too, so we can get on that. Yes, that, that alone will make it worth their visit. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I should have given him some headphones here so he could at least <laughs> listen into the conversation. But, uh, but anyways, yes, uh, go support them. Use the promo code. I certainly have already, and uh, yeah, just such amazing stuff there, especially the. And, and we talked about in the interview, so I won't get into too much. But especially the like the jersey hoodies. Oh my god, they're so they're, they're so cool. What what did we call them? The I think they're jersey hoodies. I think jersey that's what hoodies? they are. Yeah. Okay, I, I I again off the top of my head, I can't remember the term. I, I believe Dylan had a, a term. Maybe it's a Canadian term because he bought a, a Canadian term because he bought a Canucks one uh, over Christmas with like the old um, yellow and the, the the skate logo, whatever. One of the best NHL logos of all time. No bias, but but anyways, oh, no. and, and he had a he had a name for it regardless. But um, oh. before we talk a little bit of Minnesota Wild talks, we got to talk some hockey here on the podcast. As as Hoppy reminded me earlier today, I was full disclosure, folks. I was I was you call it laziness, call it you know trying to be timely. I was like, oh, we we had basically like two interviews that went an hour long. We don't have to talk much hockey. And, ho and Hoppy reminded me that you should efficiency. I get it. This is a hockey podcast. We got to get into a little bit of it here. Uh, but before we get into that, I just want to give a quick shout out to our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook. Look, folks, the moment you've been waiting for since, since September is finally here. In honor of the big game, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the Soda Pod, of the Hockey Podcast Network, and of Super Bowl 56, is giving new customers 56 to 1 odds on either team. Just bet $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. The DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in New York, meaning you can bet from almost a third of the country. It's it's truly incredible. If Sportsbook isn't in your state or province yet, the DraftKings Daily Fantasy football contests for Super Bowl 56 are unbelievable. Go check them out. Again, you hear from me all the time. I like to I like to play Daily Fantasy on UFC and, and sometimes with the NHL, but it's very easy to do so uh, for Super Bowl, and they have so many great contests going on right now. New customers can also get a free shot at $1 million in top prizes with their first deposit on the Daily Fantasy app. So, all that being said, download the DraftKings Sportsbook or Daily Fantasy app today and use promo code THPN to get 56 to 1 odds on either team. Bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. That's promo code THPN, only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56. 21 or older minimum wage and location requirements may vary by jurisdiction See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for full list of requirements and state-specific responsibilities, gaming resources, void where prohibited, gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER in Tennessee, call or text 
the TN Red Line, 1-800-889-9789 in Connecticut. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467369. Holy fuck, yeah. what a <laughs> disclaimer. Hoppy, the disclaimer for this week's DraftKings ad was bigger than the fucking text. I'm so Maybe glad Shane, that we're covering our Connecticut listeners. Me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I held together pretty good because I, I usually I pre-read them. This one I went in raw and I was like, holy fuck, it's a long one. <laughs> but anyways. Oh, man. And while you were reading it too, I was laughing not even at that, but uh, they just showed the reaction live from one of the Cincinnati bars after the game. Oh, yeah. And there's a girl right in front of the camera and you can like see her getting like ready with anticipation, full fucking drink. And there's like four people next to her amongst the entire bar, of course, that all go nuts. And immediately her drink just explodes in her face. And she's like just sitting there like recovering from it the entire video. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's funny. Holy okay. Uh, let's talk a little hockey. Let's talk about the New York Rangers and Minnesota Wild game in the Big Apple there. Um, retiring, actually, the jersey of uh, of the one, the only Henrik Lundqvist, the king of New York. Um, I, I caught most of the ceremony. It was awesome. I mean, I have so many New York, I have some New York Ranger fan friends on social media, you know, the morning skate, Ked, and just, you know, a lot of, a lot of other Rangers supporters who are honestly like Rangers fans may get a bad rap, but like the ones on social media that I interact with, they're fucking awesome. Um, anyways, so, uh, they, a lot of them are at the game. If not, they're at a watch party. So I was able to connect with them after and some of them during, although they probably do not remember, <laughs> those conversations at all um it, they seemed that for what it seemed uh from the outside anyways they had a, they had a great time in honoring the king obviously though some drama towards the end of that game which we'll get into so i don't think that they they fans who went to the game left as happy as they did uh during or, or upon entering but let's start with the first period and i have to note and i talk about him all the time and i and i, I don't just say this because he's my persian probably cousin but Mika Zabinajad is sick as fuck, and it was on display again with those dirty hands in that first period. Hoppy, I, I always like praise him, and again, it's like you might just roll your eyes. You're like, hey, well, of course, Isha, being half Persian, is, is going to talk about the only Persian player in the National Hockey League. But the guy's fucking good. Now, is he solidified top line player good? I make the no. argument, yes. You no. make the argument that no. How can a guy who's put up 40 in his career, or 40 in, in a season in his career, and who is as skilled and Let's be honest. He used to have a consistency problem. I don't think he's inconsistent as far as his play this year. Ah, that's, that's my thing, though, man. The consistency isn't there, in my opinion. That's from season to season. That's from week to week, month to month within a season. If you got his best all the time, yeah, he's a bona fide first-line player. But I just, I mean, it's like saying when Danny Heatley came to the wild, being like, well, no, this guy, he's he scored 50 oh God, multiple don't. times. Is he is he a bona fide first line? Danny no. Heatley was well. Uh, I shouldn't say well past, but he was past his prime upon entering Minnesota. But even I, even outside of that, man, like when he went to San Jose, like and he crushed it in San Jose. Not the whole time. I don't know, dude. I, Look, he, I just, he wasn't Ottawa. I, I'll give it to you. He wasn't Ottawa. Danny Heatley when he was there, but in San Jose, he was still a top six player, a hundred percent. Top six. That's not first line. I, okay, that's sorry. First line. First line. First line. I'll, I'll, I'll give Zabinajad top six. Yeah. That's that's reasonable. Anyways, we're getting off the road. <laughs> no, and I, the one I want to go at is uh, some guy on Twitter was coming at me about how, like, oh, like, you think Lundquist is going to make Hall of Fame, but 
think Fleury's borderline and that's garbage. Henrik Lundqvist is every bit yes. better than Marc-Andre Fleury. Yeah. Abso-fucking- Stats do not lie. Hardware has nothing to do with it at that point. <laughs> The hardware was given to Flurry by the backs of the players that he played yeah, well, with. I'm and look sorry. At, and, and yeah, when look same. Also, with, I, I had to say it that way because for the last like 20 seconds, Brian has been fuming that I said some guy on Twitter instead of calling him out. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> um, no, but you look at even in a like international play, you look at Hendrik Lundqvist on those Swedish teams. All of them have been competitive. Silver medals, bronze medals in both world championship and fucking Olympics. Like the guy has produced on. He got in a every gold, level. didn't he? Didn't he get? Uh, did Sweden get? I thought he got a gold. Maybe not. Shoot, he might have got a gold. But I'm I just thinking, so. like in recent, in so. Sochi was what? Sweden and Canada were in the finals in Canada. Well, I mean, dude, the, Canada the, my biggest one. argument, like you take the two of them in a vacuum, Henrik Lundqvist was held back by the teams that he played for. Mark Andre Fleury was propelled by those teams. If you put Lundqvist held. on the Penguins throughout the tenure that Fleury was there. They've got two or three more cups. Fair, but I mean, held back is a little disrespectful. The, the Rangers teams were pretty good that he was on. Let's be honest. I don't but, think they were ever good enough, though, to like conference final for, teams a few times in a row here, bud. Like, geez, and uh, with multiple coaches. Yeah, because of him. Because of him. Yeah, I guess Brad Richards. You find, you find one of those well. rosters and show me the cup contender with um, the exception of picking up Mark on or Mar Martin St. Louis at the deadline and him propelling them okay, that was well, the one time a, they had a chance that's a one pretty time. fucking big asterisk you're fucking putting on the question there but no i said the first and okay, second so year that's brad, one time yeah, that's one first, time they were contending I'm answering, the, I'm answering the first and second years brad richards was there and gabberg was firing and torts was you know they all buying in that was that was a scary fucking team and i projected actually that they would be in the finals in what 2012 13 like 14 those three years they were a fucking scary team Bam, there's the answer. I just don't agree, but that's okay. That's <laughs> no, why we're here. We don't agree on anything Rangers related. Zabinajad, <laughs> fucking when they were good. All I think Zabinajad's a really good player. I just yeah. don't see the consistency that you do. I'm just always just going to like, like I say, that Seth hates everything now. Um, <laughs> thanks for opening that Pandora's box. I'm still just hoppy, just hates Zabinajad. Oh, man. Do you see the other day when like Seth's like, it was, uh, it was, some, it was like a random rude. player. Yeah, rude. <laughs> I don't even remember who it was. I was like, oh, Seth hates him. <laughs> I don't do that every time. Poor guy. He hates everybody. Yeah, but yeah, this was a, a an interesting game. I didn't think we really came out of the gate quite like we should have. But I mean, by and large, can't be too upset with. They the got game the job together done. in whole. Yeah, they got the job done. Poor um, Dumbo. Poor Dumbo though. Another another like blatant giveaway, which leads to the first goal. From it the wasn't Rangers, good, though. man. It wasn't that was good. bad. Like, and, and I get it. Like, there was a sequence of play that occurred after, which obviously led to the goal. So you can't pin it all on him. But I mean. No. But <laughs> some but butterfly effect. Come on now. If the guy didn't if the guy didn't give it away, like we're probably gravy in the like for right. the next at least few minutes there. Well, and it's great too because like, you know as soon as that happened, everyone, and I mean everyone, is commenting on Twitter. Oh, yeah. One way or the other. It's either fuck Dumba or it's oh as, as soon as he makes a mistake, everyone wants to just jump on Dumba. Like, all right, you're both. You're both a little out of line here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, second goal for the Rangers. I mean, it was a dirty one. I'm not really going to give him much credit at all for that. I thought Talbot overall played played a pretty Doesn't good count. game. Um, by the way, we talked about this a few times. Shesterkin, like, the Rangers goalie is unreal. Like, they got Freak. something special in, in, in that goaltender. Uh, the rest of the game, I mean, all wild. Second period, third period. Got to give it to the Minnesota Wild. Got to give it to fucking Fiala and Zuccarello. Looked unbelievable. Zuccarello scored on his old team. You got to think that that was awesome. By the way. MSG broadcasts 
absolute joke on that call. Did you hear? Did you listen through their broadcast or whatever? Just, I, I watched on NHL Network. It was that's the one that was that was on, and they were the most biased motherfuckers ever. Oh, what a lucky shot! What a lucky shot! Look, I get it was from distance, but they gave him no respect. Like this guy used to play for the team. Okay. Like, come don't, on. No, don't, it was weren't so you mad when people got so bent out of shape about the ESPN coverage against Boston? Oh, because that's was, how you sound right now. <laughs> uh, man, it was bad. And again, like, I'm I usually don't really have a stake in that, but I just like, come on. It's it's New York. You should be, a, it's a respected MSG, it's a respected broadcast network. Like, you should at least, you know, call it for what it is. It wasn't a fluke. It was, yeah, it was a shot from distance, but it was a clean shot from distance. It went right through the lane, and it was Zuccarello, the former Ranger, who shot it. And that just, it pissed me off more than anything in this game was that. I was like, fuck, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Uh, so I'm glad that the Wild got away with it. And what do you think about, let, let's get into the, the controversy at the end there before we, you know, wrap things up. We got to talk about that. Was it a goal or wasn't a goal? Because Rangers fans, even my friends, they were like, fuck you, Isha. You know, five beers in or not, that was a goal and the Rangers got robbed. Whereas the calling was that uh, the goalie pad was pushed and that caused the puck to go uh, into Man. the back net. I agree with the refs. I think it was a good call, but it's, I'd like to hear from you. I, I think it's borderline. Like either way, I would have accepted the outcome. Yep. And I, I know either side is going to freak out if it goes against them, but it's hard for me to tell how much that push really impacted the pad and like moved the goalie. You know what I mean? Like, it didn't really look like he gave him much, but that's, like, so hard to tell over those many reviews. They slow by it the down. Book, though, if you push but the by, by the book, it, it looks like you kind of had to make that call. Again, yeah. I if I had to make the decision, I'd probably say no goal, but, like, if they had come back and called it a good goal, I wasn't going to lose my mind. No, because it was a hard-fought, you know, rebound for the Wild coming back in that game, and there was it would be deserving of a point regardless. So... As a fan, I wouldn't have even been that upset if even if they lost it in the shootout or overtime. It's like whatever. You 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 came back and got the point. That's respectable. That's what you need in this, you know, yeah. cra this crazy conference race, um, this crazy division race the wild are in right now, anyways. And and so that, you know, that's okay. I, I would have been more happy with that than what I saw last night with Vancouver and the Calgary Flames. What a joke of a game. Cal Calgary outshoots the Canucks and that completely rallies them. Canucks were able to force a Overtime, first shot, and the Flames fucking score. But anyways. Um, All right, then. I, yeah. I do have to say, though, because you mentioned, like, a couple of highlights. I think the highlight of that game, and now we're going to have a little debate, what is the better Superman move by Felino when Ooh. he jumps and Superman punches the guy? Or in this game, when he makes that Superman dive that undoubtedly saved them the game? Um, being the MMA guy of the podcast, I'll have to go with the punch. <laughs> All right, Although, I'll go with the dive. Then we can argue. <laughs> I'll say this. A Superman punch in hockey is actually way more deadlier than if you did it in, in the cage. Um, there's just so much more, I guess it's so much more momentum behind it. Cause like you get the pads, you're skating, you're like forcing yourself so, with so much more power in the UFC. It's more of like a tap. It's more of a quick like lightning motion where it doesn't actually do much damage. It's more of just like throw them off. But I remember when Kevin BX and Felino, when they throw their fucking Superman punches, like that shit does damage, man. I also feel like that's a risky punch to throw though. Cause that's so easy for you on skates to like totally lose balance when you come down from it. I don't I know. Mean, they're pros though. 
They're pros. Not at that. <laughs> well, are you kidding me? That, uh, you tell me Mars Felino is not a pro at that. I know he scores goals now, but I've... you tell me how many times he practices the Superman punch. <laughs> oh, probably more than we know, dude. Ah, oh, so what's he practicing on? Are they taking a bag out on the ice? What are you talking about? Oh yeah, about? in his backyard rink, he's taking his bag out there. One hundred percent, he's practicing. Okay, all right. We're moving. Dude, past if we that get one. him on the podcast, I'm asking him that question. The other one, and I, you know, apologize if this offends anyone, but we we gotta at least talk about the possibility because I was like a little on edge the entire game, just wondering because you don't really know where Kaprizov sits as far as political views. You didn't know if either him or his two parents, who just happen to go to their very first game, very first game they viewed in the NHL at Madison Square Garden mm. against Artemi Panarin. I was a little worried that there was a hit put out by Putin and I was just waiting for it the whole game. Yeah. I mean, I'm still convinced that Kaprizov's somehow linked to the KGB. So, I mean, yeah, that's, that's, that's a little, a L- little scrum. And he's just got a little, like little nub at the end of his stick and just oh. gives him a little jab right in the kidney. Just, Oh, goes down. You zoom in on the instant replay and you see the knife, like, Holy fuck. <laughs> and it even, and it even, you can even see when you zoom in further inscribed on the blade, from Putin, bitch. No, it doesn't even have to say that. It just has the hammer and sickle on it. And <laughs> the like, hammer and sickle. dude. Yep. <laughs> like, this <is> communist <laughs> bastards. Oh, man. Oh. I, I did think they would play that up way more, though. The Kaprizov against Panarin thing. Like, just being they like, that they took the exact same path. They talked about it a little bit, but I thought that would be, like, the talk of the game minus Hank. Again, MSG Broadcasting. They don't know what the fuck they're doing. Um, right. On Sportsnet after, like, on whatever... Um, I don't even know what it's called on Sportsnet. Whatever the sports highlight show. I'm just so used to TSN. Um, they actually talked about that quite a bit and 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 played up the uh, Panarin versus Kaprizov, which is pretty cool. Um, they didn't talk about Toronto for all of 10 minutes, and those 10 minutes were <laughs> devoted to Wild and New York. So, hey, in Canada, you take what you can get. Yeah, and the last thing we need to hit on here, since we're kind of on the theme of the Henrik Lundqvist retirement, um, we had our poll last week, got really good, uh, turnout Isha, and I'm going to yes. pull up the results right now. Cause I actually forgot about it until right now. Um, but initially what, what's your personal opinion poll aside moving forward, full health assumed, right? What's the split that you expect between Talbot and Cockenham? I, I think I said this on one of the last podcasts too. I'd like to see Cockenham get, getting 60% of the starts. I want to see him getting more. I want Talbot to be still fresh, but I want him to be a hundred percent for the playoffs to be able to go on full series runs. And that way Kakanen has had more than enough uh, reps that if he needs to come in in a backup role and steal games, he should theoretically have be ready, have all the tools, have another good developmental year and ready to do that. That that's what I would like to see. So 60% okay. of more of the starts. Was so what, what do you think the poll outcome was? So we had 20 to 34% Kakanen. We had 35 to 49% Kakanen, 50, 50 split. And then wilds new one a, which one I, took it down? I think it's 50, 50. It, it was. So out of 225 votes, we had 38% go to 50, 50. Okay. Uh, we had 31% going to 35 to 49%. That was my personal vote. I really think that as long as he's getting at least 40% of the net, but I think anywhere between there and 50%, I think that's the right balance. And obviously, as you'll see with any goaltending tandem, right? Like whoever's playing better, whoever's the hotter hand is going to get a little uptick. But 
I don't think either goalie should be playing less than 40% in this tandem no. specifically. Yeah, I agree with that. But we had a good chunk, man. No, it was did. 19% that said Wild's new 1A, and that's what most of our commenters were talking about. Like, nope, this is his net. Give it to him. And I, I was actually kind of surprised by that outcome. I thought there'd be more pushback being like, nah, it's Talbot. No, uh, I think uh, our boy Brett Marshall on Twitter poisoned <laughs> he everyone. <rallied> that. <laughs> poisoned everyone's uh, take on uh, Talbot. There, come on, Brett. It's just because he's Canadian. I know it. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, if hey, if you can get people to listen, say what you want. That's true. Um, thanks everyone chiming in, on, chiming in on our poll question. We'll be dropping more poll questions uh, moving forward. As now that we actually have like loyal Sodapod listeners and followers who interact with us, they actually <laughs> reach people now. Whereas back in the day, where you know, threw like five polls out a week if it felt like and maybe got Shane to. I mean, maybe respond. that's because you're throwing out five polls a week. <laughs> maybe they were just my poll questions and they weren't as good because Hoppy here is now <laughs> the genius behind them all. The mastermind. Yeah, genius them. is a stretch, but they're <laughs> questions. That's for sure. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, again, thanks to uh, thanks to everyone joining us on this episode. It was a fun one. Um, again, shout out to Henrik Lundqvist again, the king of New York. Um, and yeah, shout out to everyone who new listeners also tuned in via Google, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts from. Uh, the best thing you can do for us this week or any week is give us five stars on iTunes and Apple Podcasts. Uh, if you're jonesing for more hockey content, go listen to our website, thehockeypodcastnetwork.com. If you're jonesing for more Minnesota hockey content, though, just, just stay right here on the Soda Pod as we have episodes five days a week. Uh, on your app, please download the episode before you listen as it just helps our business. Uh, don't forget to follow myself at VS Sports Talk. You can follow the Soda Pod at the Soda Pod on all social media, as well as the Hockey Podcast Network at Hockey Pod Net. And of course, you can find the, the genius behind the poll questions, Hoppy, at State of Hoppy. Uh, signing off, I'm Isha Dromi, alongside the State of Hoppy. This has been the Soda Pod presented by the Hockey Podcast Network. We good, man? We good. Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow, let's go, the GOAT. Get your Joe Burrow goat hat at waggle.com. No, get your waggle on.com. Get your waggle on.com. What would I do without you, Bobby? Not <laughs> keep any of our partners here on the sofa. Um, don't fear. Just drink some beer. 